Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Yeah, so we get a little bit of a later start this evening. I want to personally thank you for for providing a a good Monday night game with your squad. Like it's your you're, very welcome. you're responsible for that as a fan. Thank you, thank you. Um, I can't wait to unpack that the drama that was Zappy taking up storming the field with the fanfare behind it. Hoy ever. We are going to recap chronologically. We're going to, oh my God, I love it when the pens get wavy like I'm that. making a rubber Such pencil. an optical illusion. I yeah. So we're going to talk about Thursday night's game first, obviously, Saints Cardinals. But Luke, in the spirit of Halloween and in the spirit of starting a little bit later, we'll probably make this episode a little bit more consolidated, a little more fun-sized, if you will, a little bit more chocolatey. You say so, that every week, and they're the same length every time. We ramble, so I just I try to keep it tethered because I got homework and all that, but you know I love talking. Here's what I want to say about this Saints-Cardinals game, Luke. If you haven't seen the footage of Andy Dalton throwing an interception and then like flipping his body to the side with his uh, like disdain for what he just did, while in the background, Marco Wilson dives into the end zone like eight feet in the air and does a somersault. And then it focuses on Dalton, then to Wilson, then to Dalton, all in one shot. It is cinematic it's masterpiece. It's brilliant camera it. work. Uh, whoever whoever uh, took the actual video deserves like a raise, an award, whatever the fuck. He deserves some, yeah. Some beautiful camera work. Dalton beautiful photo threw back-to-back pick sixes. That's what sealed this game, even though it was a competitive game. Dalton ended up with four touchdowns. Olave's still cutting a rug, still killing it as a rookie. I don't have too much more to say about this. It was honestly the two pick sixes that buoyed the Cardinals to this victory, in my opinion. Uh, without a doubt, um, shouldn't be uh, swept under the rug that DeAndre Hopkins got 100-plus yards, no problem. Like he was DeAndre Hopkins, early and often. first game back. I mean, like it was delicious, and and all of a sudden, I mean, last week I was like, "Does Kyler suck?" I I asked you, and I was like, "We'll see what happens with DeAndre." Everybody, it all looked pretty good, and I feel like maybe part of me isn't putting enough onus on Cliff Kingsbury. I think I do go for coaches a lot, so I don't know, but like, I think uh, we we shouldn't wipe over the game without talking about them absolutely fucking freaking out on each other on the sideline too. Kyler Murray like, walking to the sideline gets caught essentially mouthing calm the fuck down. Calm over fuck and down. over and over. And the way I read it was he said I got the fucking first down because that was right after he ran for the first down. Um that's my take on what I read from his lips was that he's saying calm the fuck down I got the first down. So you know what it looked like. Cliff you know what it not, looked like. No matter yeah. what they said, no matter what they said afterwards, which the story they they matched together probably in the locker room for PR, like no matter what they came out and said afterwards, bullshit. That was two dudes fighting. That was two dudes that are fucking are 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 like literally, I mean, fighting to be the alpha male in that in that organization. Uh, and it's not going to be Kingsbury. It's going to be Kyler, who they just paid all that dough. So you're could not be more right. Um, so he's feeling we'll pressure. I'd feel pressure. I'd feel fucking pressure too. If they don't go to the playoffs, Cliff Kingsbury fired. Well. Like I mean, I would agree right? because you have a very talented roster. I think a lot of the issues are 
potentially the play calling and the play design by Cliff, but you can't gloss over that Kyler's been very underwhelming at times. He's and been some of that has overwhelming. To be put on him. He's been overwhelming this season specifically, and that's the shit I was calling out last week. But for him to come out and ball, uh, for DeAndre to ball, and for the offense to click, and you're right with those pick sixes, the the victory was gifted to them. But their offense was working better than it had all year. You're right. Saints did still put up a good amount of points. We got to give them their dues there. Absolutely. Um, I mean, like I still, I still am fucking with the Saints. Like they're very uh, formidable considering it's a lot of band aids. Dude, their cap situation next year is about to be ridiculous, and it might actually be time where like somebody actually has to answer for all that future spending. We see the Rams pushing the kicking the can down the road, pushing everything off. I think next year might be like a really hard reset because I think they're negative sixty million or something, something ridiculous. And we'll yeah. get to the team that's going to have the most, which is the Bears. The Bears are about to be sitting pretty after beating Bill Belichick. Belichick. At home in the game where he could have defeated George Allison all time wins. Just Mr. saying, Mr. Right. Mr. Chronological. That was like so. That was so far. Out I of just way. it just it just hit me. Falcons against the Bengals. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd pop the fuck off. Thirty five to seventeen. Joe's almost got five hundred. I don't mm. have much more to say. Sorry, Falcons, but you just got hit by like a freight train out of nowhere. Watching, watching. They're Joe finally Burrow. clicking. Watching Joe Burrow in this game is it's just like it's like taking a swig of lemon juice just pucker you're like oh my god like oh oh or like a really crispy like, sprite from mm, McDonald's yeah it just makes your fucking like you're just 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 fucking suck a golf ball through a garden hose face dude you know? lemon just lime like, sublime mm. out there with a grill in I, I just can't and, and he doesn't even care you know I love he, Joe Burrow. he does he's just shrugging it off Joe Burrow being like yeah I feel good today like as he's throwing fucking for 500. Oh my word. Like we, oh my word. You're um, starting to come around. It's not a, I mean, you know, yes, I guess it's an official come around. I um I have a hard time. He's I have a hard time. He's very likable. He is. He is. He is. And it's so hard. And admit that to, it's partly you haven't jumped onto his bandwagon because I've been so firm. Maybe that's part of it. Supporting him. Maybe and that's you're like, part of it. I don't want to act. I was mad impressed last year. Obviously on the Super Bowl run and the whole season. But I'm starting to come around on the fact that like this guy's like personality isn't bullshit. It's authentically him. And it's it's a nice personality to be like it's you know, he's he just seems like genuinely um the ideal franchise quarterback in terms of personality, in terms of performance, uh, in terms of dedication. Um, and as a fan, it, it's the kind of player you want, like where he's all ball. Like, you know what I mean? Um, obviously you don't want to take the humanity away from these people. And Joe Burrow is like really uh, invested and involved. It seems like in some really great causes, he's pretty vocal about those causes. Um, but he also just like lives and dies with this shit and that means a lot as a fan i can't imagine what it means like as a being as an ohio fan as a Bengals fan it must be just a dream come true to watch this shit uh come together and it hasn't been and a beautiful season it hasn't been a beautiful season this sunday was like a wake-up call to make me just be like oh shit this is that team that was in the super bowl last year put on your future goggles real quick and look into the future and see where this guy's going in the next 10 years we're gonna see this dude go from a first overall pick who got really dangerously injured due to a bad organization and a bad team who's potentially going to resurrect that organization with a Super Bowl appearance. And he's going to go from the swaggy. 
He already this has. swaggy young QB who's making all these plays to this grizzled vet who's been stacking extremely good seasons at a Hall of Fame clip, and he will be a face of the NFL going mm-hmm. forward. He it, I, That's who Joe Burrow is. His style of play lends itself to play for a long time if they can fix the offensive line. Burrow and Allen look like— he can get like... the ball out on time. Burrow and Allen look like the Brady and the Roethlisberger and fucking like Manning of yore, like of our childhood. Like they, they, these guys look like the guys that will be, um, like the the staples. And you know, people want to throw Herbert in. I'm not convinced just yet, but I know he's got the the ability to be that guy. Um, I it, it's really Lamar. That's another one. That's who who should be in that in that in that uh, three way if we're gonna talk about it. Mahomes, like those guys, like. We have such a such a crop, a crop yeah. of of of, the, of these. It can't young, be troll boy. Just you understand why it can't not be troll boy. Justin Herbert. Uh, and I'm just really I'm just fucking Justin excited, Herbert dude. It was rejuvenating. Troy, I had a rejuvenating bye week uh, for the Vikings, where I could watch other teams and focus on them and be like, whoo, like I love this fucking game. Like, and and the primetime games haven't been dog shit for you know, like it's 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 all right. It's Tomorrow's all right. primetime game is gonna be looks, potentially pretty looks cool. Pretty nice i think i'm gonna be thinking about it a little bit while i'm at work tomorrow all right take me through take me through a very angry brady against a very fast lamar jackson i think yeah i like that matchup Mm. i'm gonna think about it all all night tonight when i wake up in the morning i'm gonna be on I'm going to drink my coffee, hasbula it up, ready to go. My mom got me a new coffee machine for my birthday. It's fucking awesome. What is it? It's like bun. It's like fucking when you go to a diner and like the machines, like it's literally like it's like this big diner machine. It looks beautiful. What brand? Bun, B-U-N-N. It's like, it's been around forever. I guess they make them in like Springfield by around where I'm from. Um but dude, see this. it's 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 just delicious it's one of those things where like if you plug it in it heats up and is it already... just a single pot or is it like a yeah. big one just like a single okay. one for me but it's like this it's, looks cool you plug it in and turn it on so then it heats up and it's already so then right when you pour the water in and close the flap it starts brewing like it, there's no Ugh. yeah it's... it looks like a really really solid pot coffee machine she said she, yeah my mom said it's like harkens back to like the one like her parents got back in the day yeah it looks it looks like it's so the thing I would equate it is like a Stanley thermos. I know yeah, you can't totally. see. Totally. It looks like it's a like, diner. It's, it, you know what I mean? Like it's it, a it, timeless it's a timeless like or a a KitchenAid standing mm, mixer. It's a mm. timeless accessory for the house. Absolutely. Uh, this for, for for a man that we're wakes people, up for a pot We of have jet. lives outside they know, of football. They know we're coffee fiends. T T doesn't fuck with coffee like us and it's probably the it's probably the He'd most probably grown be up... a lot happier if he did. No shit. It's probably the most grown up thing about us, Aiden, is our joy for a hot cup. You know what's funny? I think I might have found coffee right before you did. When did you start? I started in about twenty sixteen in Germany. When you because were in my Germany... Italian friend like forced me to drink coffee with him and then I became in love with it. I didn't really start drinking coffee like that until Taylor, because she got into coffee before me. And so like and then like I'm so uh... surprised you made it through college without it. I didn't, yeah, I didn't need it. I mean, I just didn't need it. I, I don't know. I drink a lot of soda. I mean, it's caffeine, but it's not the same. Not the same. Coffee will wake you the fuck up. So delightful. And it's so much less guilty than like a crazy energy drink that may or may not be just like hurting like, you badly. There's nothing in it. Like calorie wise, there's nothing in a black coffee. It's like five calories. <laughs> it's now, fantastic. I, and if you have too much, it can like exacerbate like 
you know, heart symptoms, anxiety symptoms. However, holy ever, I've actually read some studies in some like uh, overviews of multiple studies stating that drinking like a one to two cups of coffee per day is actually like super good for you and it helps with memory and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm drinking like fucking four times that, so my memory is going to be great. Okay. Well, I don't know if it works like that. Like I just said, Extra anything good. in moderation. Extra good memory. You do have a really good memory, surprisingly, because you harken back and pull out shit that I don't even remember. There's going to be a cutoff date, though, I'm noticing. Like, there's stuff that I can pull out from, like, the first 20 years, but now I'm 30, and I've got a real blind spot for what happened in the last decade. I don't even know. So Really? Did you see the meme I sent where it was, like, your 20s, and then it was just, like, a rat screaming, and then it was, like, your 30s? Fucking A, dude. And it was the guy just, like, blinking and going, Is this my our second episode of me as a 30-year-old? Yeah. Second. And coincidence because there was a football game to recap in that episode, and there's also more in this one. Yeah, we should get back to it. I got excited about coffee and caffeine. It's such a a good drug. I'm very excited for your socially acceptable drug. Yeah, we're all into socially acceptable drugs. Very cool. We're supportive of other kinds as well. I don't care. Whatever. I mean, we support you. We support you. Yeah. Be careful out there. What's the game? Lions Cowboys. Lions Cowboys <laughs> started Ooh, very classy, low scoring, very classy. Dak matchup. came back in the end. The second in the first half, it was six to three Lions. In the second half, the Lions Lions just took a dump and the Cowboys blew them out. I didn't Fun get to first. watch this game too much because I was mostly watching all the other really cool upsets that happened mm-hmm. in the same time slot, but. I, do you all right so here's the thing obviously laud the cowboys for continuing to play well without dak and dak is now coming back maybe a little hampered what do you have to say about the lions luke because they are mm. underperforming even to my expectations honestly they have so they're, much young talent they're performing specifically to my expectations if you go back and listen like when we we're talking about hard knocks i'm like this is all you very are nice. right i wasn't I'm like right. this is all very well and good but it's also like um a few things like i i read an article today uh, from the from the Lions GM that she's like she's like um very much in support. Do you have a female GM? Owner, I should say. Oh, okay. I owner. was just wondering. My bad. Because I, I was about to say I haven't heard of a female GM. That's actually really cool. Uh, owner, and it's like you know she's I think she's like uh it's like four I think her last name like last name is like Ford Shelley. It's like from that family. You know what I'm saying? Or I I, I may have this wrong. I'll try to fix it. But you're on the right track. Um, but anyways, I read an article from her and she was, you know, she said she was doing everything that I hoped they would do where she's like, she's saying, no, I believe in Dan Campbell. I believe in the GM. I believe in the pieces that we have in place. I'm not, you know, not balking at that, uh, which I think is commendable. If there's any team, if there's any organization balking at that, exactly. If there's any, um, organization that can and should, uh, stick to their guns and and try riding out uh, something that is like culture changing and like you said like long term goggles and stuff future goggles. Uh, it's Detroit. The market is in L. A. You don't have to be the you don't have to be the Rams or the Lakers or, or you know what I mean. Like nobody's expecting Detroit you. is used to rough. Nobody's winters, expecting you to fucking win the Super Bowl in the next ten years. They're just expecting you. To like, if you can put together fucking eight win seasons back to back, people will freak. Like, 
Um, and I, and I want them to stick with this, uh, this culture building cause it doesn't happen overnight. And if you bow out of it, then it's restart all over again. And I, and I think that it's worth feeling out for at least another season or two. Cause the other day I was, I'm glad she said that because the other day I was starting to be like, fuck one in five, man. I mean, I don't know. And it's well, like, I mean, I, dude, like one in five, but like they've had so many high draft picks lately and they've acquired so, so much too. talent scoring and there's so many well, points until they last only week. scored six in this until game. Last what week. Is but Jared before Goff, that, they were the, before that they were the highest scoring fucking offense in the NFL, I think, which is important to note that they were, I know for a fact, they're at least one of the highest scoring. Look, they are underperforming to my expectations purely because I thought that they picked up enough pieces. They have more talent on their team than the bears. No doubt in my mind. Sure. The difference is Justin Fields can pull enough shit out of his ass in primetime, apparently, to win a game. Jared Goff can't. He needs a supporting cast to do it with him. Yeah. He Jared cannot Goff's do it himself. Guy. Unfortunately, he their seems like defense a really cool is, dude, but... Their defense doesn't have it put together yet. Their defense is extremely young, and I haven't been able to watch enough of their games yet, but I'm seeing they're getting exploited, particularly in the run game, if I'm not mistaken. I think Goff would uh, smash in Minnesota. He'd rock in an offense like that. Yeah, he would. You know yeah. why? Because him and Kirk Cousins are very similar quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh. All right. Good game for the Cowboys. Lions, I agree. By the way, I agree with your very well-said uh, sentiments about the Lions. I also think that they should play this one out. With Campbell, he's working on a culture. The same thing I would say to the Bears about Eberflus, give it time, let it take root. Um, one in five is still very, very bad. It's and I really, guess maybe it's you're really in contention pathetic. for the number one overall pick right now. Um, um, and then is there you move any, on from Goff. You probably have to move on from Goff for the reasons we're saying. And, unless he's you get, prohibitively unless expensive there's an for how mediocre weapon at receiver. Like an insane weapon at receiver for where they're at. Um now my thing is also I just want to say that the the Cowboys Dak looked okay coming back, but also they they added Jonathan Hankins today to the D line, or, or maybe it was yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just like it seems like there's a lot of stories we can cover them as we go, but like of Rich getting richer before the the trade deadline. You know who that is? It's Big Hank from Ohio State, right? Yeah, I knew you'd be excited. We That's recre- why I brought it up. He was one of our yeah, and he's such an unsung, uh, long tenured player in the NFL that no one really talks about. It's a nice pickup. So solid in his career. So he's a big body plugging defensive tackle type, run stuffer. He's going to get you minimal pass rush. We need. He was knows. one of the first big defensive linemen that we actually got in the recruiting battles back in Urban's era. We got him from Michigan, the state of Michigan, out of his high school. So. I always follow Big Hank. I loved him. He's massive. He's powerful. I followed his career, but he's been all over the place. So it's cool to see him still playing. I'm might getting cont- old, man. Might might plug the middle. I know. I was thinking about that. Like Ten my, years ago, it was big, crazy. Jonathan Hankins. I'm following his recruiting and shit. They like, said Harbaugh. They said Har. They said Harbaugh's record at Michigan today. And it's like here's his record. I'm like, fuck. That's a lot of games. And they're like, since 2016 been there a long or 2015. Time. And I was like, holy shit. It was right after I joined the military. It was crazy. Like right around the time. It's crazy. I was thinking about all this shit. I'm like, oh my god. It is like ten years away from a lot of things. It's kind of the theme of the episode. We're getting there. Keep going. Fuck! It is kind of getting existential tonight. Why didn't I, it get eh, existential? It's dark out. We're getting we're get, we're getting close to daylight savings. It's gonna start getting dark and cold. Which, yeah, we started which an actually, hour later. In a weird turn of events, I've woke up in incredible moods because of the fall vibes outside. Maybe it's because LA doesn't get weather, so like if it's slightly chilly or whatever, I don't know. But like I, I'm having like the reverse because usually winter. Just Other like, than our, it'll depress you or whatever. But that's I guess. Yeah. 
seasonal depression is real. It was really bad when I was in Germany because of the overcast uh, skies all the time. But the fall vibes down here in Southern Illinois are fucking immaculate. And I read an article the other day where like Carbondale's ranked in the top five of all the places in uh, the nation to watch the fall transition of color. Jesus Christ, in the nation? It's it's number three, Carbondale Holy is. shit, I would have never guessed that. I'm walking around campus and just cheesing like a fucking idiot because it's so pretty. It WIU really is campus so is great. I've been to the Notre Dame campus in fall. That shit's beautiful. Like, the Midwest is a treat. Um, when I was in Seattle, I thought it'd be cooler and it was actually warm. Where are we at? What game? Packers Commanders, one of the uh, first amazing uh, upsets of this time slot. Luke, this one was a treat. Taylor Heineke comes in, plays against his childhood hero at QB Aaron Rodgers, gets the victory. Packers lose to the Commanders. Um, they've lost three in a row right now, oh, and they're yeah. going to play the Bills this week. Yeah, which Rodgers says uh, he's calling out his players, his teammates. He's so, being a kind of a dick about it. He's Let's like, look, talk. it's not my fault. You know I'm good. I'm Let's fucking Let's talk good. about it. So in the post game, he's saying this shit where he's like, you know, that that maybe this is the best thing for the team and to wake up call and maybe they'll, you know, take it to the Bills and prime on a primetime stage. I'm not buying that. At at what point Excuse. At, at what point does the does the locker room that you're selling out all the time just say fuck off? Then you're on McAfee every week. He's on there. He's on there like this week, and he's saying basically like, guys making mental errors should have their reps, their reps cut. Guys haven't been seeing reps. We should give them a shot. Like it, it's just like so wild. That's unprecedented. Wild. And that's a, and that's like a thing where it's like we're in this era. I mean, you look at like Draymond Green in the NBA leading this charge of the new media like this whole past year and like talking shit and looking down on like the 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 old media quote unquote or whatever. And this is the same dude where it's like. The media is such a fickle bitch where here's a video of this guy clocking his own fucking teammate. Twitter and, and media and videos move fast and stuff. Where is credibility and who are we supposed to attribute it to? You know what I mean? It's like that conversation draws up. And so we're in this new era where everybody has a voice and an outlet at all times. And I mean, we are on a podcast currently use, utilizing totally, our voice. Totally. Everyone's but we're not, it. but we're not famous athletes. Nobody gives a, for the most part, we do this for us. Like one day, maybe we'll have a following, but it's not like we have sway. I was or just like, trying to undergird your but, point. But, but totally. And that's the thing It's just like, we're never not plugged in somewhere. And that's the whole point of it. So I don't know if Rogers is like, I don't know if he enjoys like the buzz of getting the headline or of being on McAfee show. I don't know. You stand to gain. It's like that is Tom Brady has a Tom Brady has a psychologically as well. Tom Brady what is his interest in doing this? Tom Brady is a weekly fucking podcast himself where we'll see Tom Brady do some wild shit over the weekend. And then we have to hear, we'll hear him talk about it on the podcast where it's just like, it's just bizarre to like, like to to have these recaps and stuff. I, I don't know if it's just like an overexposure thing but like the more you say, the more we're gonna scrutinize it, and the stuff they're saying is 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 worth scrutinizing. Like yep. Roger saying that stuff about his teammates. At what point is he the problem? This is the guy that stood on like principles and like like you know like called out the brass and was like talking about how all these like every single thing that everybody's ever done wrong to him personally and like and what's wrong with that organization and stuff. We watch him and Lafleur disagree publicly like week in and week out and stuff last time we watch him sell out his teammates your passes are getting tipped a lot of the time what's up with that like at what point like what fault is that exactly so it's just i I, i'll be like 100 
watching Who are you going to blame breath. on a tip pass? You going to guess blame second round pick Christian Watkins or Watson on a tip pass? Same Who's story as is that, Aaron. Same story as before. They'll fire Lafleur before they get rid of Rodgers. But if I'm Green Bay, I'm to the point. I'm to the point where I'm like, fuck it. Like, let's trade him. Let's fucking trade him. Not right now, but at the end of the season. Let's trade Aaron Rodgers and let's move on. I would love on. that as a Bears Let's fan, move bro. on. I would he, love he's not it. about it. He's not locked in. Like, he doesn't want to be here. Let's go, let, like, Mr. MVP, go be MVP somewhere. Go to San, go to the Niners. Let's trade him to the fucking Niners. Let's bring Jimmy G in or whatever. Do a straight up fucking trade. Or not that, but we get rid of him and, and free up some space. And then they go draft. And who knows? The best players in Packers history aren't aren't normally the first round picks save for Rodgers. Like Favre is a find. I I don't know if there was an NFL draft when Bart Starr was winning fucking the Super Bowl and shit. Like I'm just saying like it, there's no there's no reason for this kind of organization and team. It's the same way I was he, talking about Detroit he, to tie to that wagon anymore. It, it he's he's just fucking publicly dissing you every week. Am I overreacting? It's okay if I No. Am. No, they are a very traditional like black and blue old foundational franchise in the league and they get a California guy who's got a very like, I don't know, strong and like mercurial attitude and is potentially going to be mouthing and popping more the way we got shit. And then they have relied on him because of how good he is. And I think it's transformational for their team and organization because they're they're not used to that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did just just cut their losses. If this keeps up, there's no reason not to. Like, I would actually stick a little. I with thought the floor, they would have done it. Whose record last has been season. quite dank, like, uh, and, sure. and since he's been there, I would, I would stick with that and see what happens. And and you know what? If you're wrong, you're wrong. But like, I know it doesn't make sense. You don't just get rid of an MVP. But at this point, at what point is it like cancerous? Luke, in the let me just room? say this: What would it take for that organization going forward to do something? Apparently that Rogers likes enough for him to fucking lock in and stop making it all about himself and make it all about winning a Super Bowl. They'd what would that to, take? Did they need to trade up and get two first round offensive weapons for him? And then maybe he would stop with the distractions and just lock in and try to get a Super Bowl before he retires a second. They'd what would it bring take? In Odell. Or is they'd have to that's like, gone they'd now. have to like, They'd have to do something. Like I don't know. They'd have to like. I don't think that he's going to be that move. anymore. Is what they'd I'm saying. They'd have to make a big move at, at like before the deadline at receiver. That's the only thing I think that's going to make this season even like. T- I don't know. I I have a feel. Like, it just they like, have the same record world, as the Bears right now, three we're, and four. We're in a world where it looks like Brady and Rodgers are going to like implode like a fucking robot. Like it's Fall just bizarre. All right, let's keep going. Let's talk about that specifically. Buccaneers lose 3-21 to to the Panthers, the, arguably How? the worst team in the NFL, who is currently trading their – just traded their best player. The Panthers Christian are playing – McCaffrey. Did we talk about the McCaffrey trade last we, week? I believe we did. I believe yes, we, we did. did. Because we talked about with, how like, cool the fucking, to watch it on. Yeah. They're playing with the Washington Generals as their roster. Like It's just like they're trying to lose. There's no exactly. way you lose They are trying game. to lose. Or there's no way you win this game if you're the Panthers versus the, the Buccaneers. Like they got run all over by Chuba Hubbard and Dante Foreman, Deontay Foreman. Uh, Brady is bad. Evans drops a wide open TD and then signs a fucking autograph for a referee in the tunnel. Like, dude, what the fuck? Apparently I... not. Have you heard what, what? the? Have you heard the? No. So, 
Okay, lead us in, and I'll tell you what the 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 follow up was. I don't know much about it. He was the one that was super mad. He's like, "This is fucking terrible." Um, as he was walking out of the tunnel after the game, Mike Evans is approached by one of the referees who hands him something, and he writes something down. That's what I saw. Yeah, and 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 seemingly the at least the story is that um they're both Texas A and M alums and. Uh, dude was writing down a phone number for like a golf pro to potentially give Mike Evans golf lessons. Um, cause uh, yeah, that's what they said uh, that he was writing down a phone number. Doubt after, it. That looked like an autograph um, to me. I mean, I feel like it could look like anything anybody wanted it to look like. Cause as soon as, unless it's just me being a gullible or even a gullah calf, because I was like, <gasps> I was like, as soon as it said it, I was like, all right, let me watch Gullibessie. it again. Bessie. Yeah. Watching it with that context. And I was like, I could be that. Why not? But then I heard his Evan's quote was like, yeah, you know, we were talking about, you know, golf. It was like the quote. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> whatever. I don't even care too much about that. I don't that. care Who either that much. I, probably... I know there's an integrity issue and all that because all. the referees yeah. certainly throw games towards Brady all the time. And I've been quick to point that out. However, game. they got absolutely kicked to fuck by the Panthers. <laughs> A bad team too. beat them down like in the running game. Up. When you are getting gashed in the running game, they are just they are literally beating you at a man-to-man level. They have Vita Vey and they're getting run down their throats. The biggest, fastest, most agile nose guard in the in the entire league. Hoy I don't ever. get it. Let's talk about another awesome team. The Giants come out on top against the Jaguars, 23 to 17. Stay good. with only one loss. They are six and one. Dab- Dabble is killing it. I do want to give some credit to the Dabble? Jaguars. <laughs> Dabble. D- 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 Dabble. Trevor Lawrence uh, had an okay game from what I can gather. ETN, I think, had a huge fumble that like shot forward, but he also had 114 and a touchdown. The Jaguars are competing in every game they're in, but they keep losing. Did ETN get traded? What? Did ETN get James traded? Robinson. James Robinson. James Robinson was traded to the Jets because Brees Hall tore his ACL. We were going to get to that in two games. Copy. But I was just so having like... in eloquently stumbled through that that i, I like, couldn't even transition that? it i was like well i was God trying to remember if i like it. saw it on like madden or something you know what i mean <laughs> sometimes it all runs no together. yeah james um, robinson got traded for i think like a, a conditional fifth yeah i just the i jets can't, i can't believe these giants these giants are fucking rocking and rolling man it's it's a joy i hope they keep it up that division's nuts it is browns ravens ravens come out on top 23 to 20 closer browns than browns are imagined. now two and five uh, not good for the Browns, not an especially great game for the Ravens. I didn't actually watch too much of this one because I'm, I'm going to be honest, I was much less interested. I was more interested in seeing if Brady and Rodgers were going to get taken down by when's, like... When's Watson the back? Same. Week 11? I was going to ask you the same thing. I believe week it's 11. week 11. I think he can be in the building week 9. He can play week 11. They're 2-5 and five currently and not looking great. They're 5. So I'm happy with that. I don't think they even make the playoffs this year. I think you imagine the Ravens how, and the Bengals are going to be a for sure's. I want you to sit sit here for a second and think about how unbelievably fun all the storylines have been so far from week one till now. And then, yeah. and then I want you to think about how fucking insufferable life is going to be from week 11 on with Deshaun playing. It's all anybody's going to talk about. 
like the media is going to get absolutely fucking walloped even if it's a game that doesn't matter we're going to hear oh my god all eyes there's going to be people talking about it there's potentially dude i would not feel terrible i feel terrible additional accusers or something i mean i hate to speculate but there's been another one just recently so all I'm saying is like oh, you're correct. Brutal. There's gonna be we're gonna be inundated. With I'd that rather mystery. watch. I'd rather I'd rather watch Russell Wilson on primetime twice over than have to hear about Fuck, this he's, fucker. Ugh. Like, all right, well, let's keep going. All right, Jets Broncos. We finally get to the Brees Halls of the world, who is absolutely Very killing it. Had a huge long running touchdown. Tore his ACL. Another. Uh, knee injury with that if I'm not mistaken they subsequently trade for James Robinson which is an Illinois State alumni we very much like that and the Jets kind of barely speak out of WIU and of SIU but it's still cool Missouri Valley Conference I believe is what it's right the Jets win 16 to 9 against the Broncos Luke talk about Brett Rippey and talk about the quarterback that seems to be annoying the world with his personality and doing crazy shit on a plane. Talk to me about it. He's the worst. Um, I mean, Russ was on, had the headset on and Brett Rippian played. I don't know. Uh, talk of Russ's Wolverine blood and that he was going to be able to play. Um, I guess it didn't happen. I, there's not much to say. I mean, the jets look like they could be something they really do, which is nice. I don't know if it's the season, but they have like a lot of promise the Broncos have the opposite of that. The Broncos are in hell. I mean, like, and and they're going to, I mean, like, this is just like, it's like they've, it's like they've just like glitched, man. Like they've jumped the shark. This is very important to me. And maybe I sound like a douchebag, but wait till you see it. If you wake up at 6 a.m. my Pacific time, whatever, 9, 9 a.m. fucking Eastern time to watch them play in London this weekend. But they're wearing, Blue pants with their orange stripe with a white jersey and the blue stripe on the side. These jerseys are already ugly as fuck and haven't been good since like 2003. Match but the like, stripe. I'm I'm sick to my stomach. It's like they don't even care anymore. They're trying anything to shake up the fucking energy. And I mean, oh my God. Russ is doing fucking high knees in the aisle while his teammates are sleeping on the flight to, to London. Those over overseas flights suck ass. You're jet lagged for like two days like yeah the you're just trying to sleep dick you're literally you, you just take trying a melatonin to... and oh, you yeah. only wake up when they give you food yeah or booze <laughs> if you're um, going over overseas like it's a you nightmare. wake up only for a drink or for food or it's a nightmare for not a fun time already you're trying to get in the zone or really and... quick or if a small baby who you've been playing peekaboo between the seats <laughs> um grabs your toe after you've taken your shoe off and then you look down and see a little baby face and a tiny baby hand wrapped around your big toe with a sock on because that happened to me on an overseas flight you took your shoe off on a flight dance so gross i was by myself in the middle oh, okay well but you know and it was a middle pre-covid world off, it was like you take off anything you want yeah i took off my shoes i wasn't especially smelly my Disgusting, friend and then dude. a little a little fucking baby hand just grabs my foot dude i had this baby like laughing 10, with my peekaboo top skills. 10 worst things i would ever want to happen to me that sensation of a baby grabbing my fucking toe <laughs> asleep on <laughs> an awful flight funny, overseas it's a nightmare <laughs> the point is Imagine all that's happening and you're rehabbing. And Russell Wilson's doing high knees right next the to you most, at the same time. Who's the most insufferable person on the planet Earth? Um, Can I, I ask you? 
Go ahead. Let me ask you something, Luke. And I know I've cut you off twice in your okay. description of this. I don't care. But I just want to say, what do you think motivates Russell Wilson? I can't read him. I can't read him. I I think they thought they were getting like. Now I can't even make this analogy because Tim Tebow loved the game. I was gonna be like, I Dude, think they thought they were getting Peyton Manning, but got love. Tim Tebow. Like there are quarterbacks who love money. There are quarterbacks who love attention. There are quarterbacks who love greatness and a legacy. There are some that just love winning the game they're playing currently, and there's most of them that love trying to win a Super Bowl. I'm not sure if Russell Wilson loves any of those things. No, I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't even know what's going on with him. I don't know what he loves. I think. I think it's quite possible that the deeper we get into this season, it is quite possible. I mean, fuck. The deeper we get into the season and you look over at Seattle and Geno Smith, it is it is inescapable the fact that Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks are the reason that Russ was as dominant as he was. It's starting to become... The an, evidence an, is showing that. It's starting to become, I mean, like a very startling truth, something I would have never called something that me and you on the podcast. If you told us this two years ago would have been a gape. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is why I wish been... Mitch Trubisky would have went to the Seahawks. I'm, I, I mean, oh, I think, yeah. I think he would, sure. you know what I mean? Like sure. I would have loved to see Gino him pull Smith. a Geno act. Mark Sam, Mark Sanchez is like, like punching air. Like a gap. Can't even believe the stuff you see in calling the Seahawks. I'm like, this is the same Geno Smith he saw in person. Like, it's just like, Yes, that system is that good. Nothing against Gino. Gino's crushing. It's in, it's a commendable, impressive. Well, I all love that to say, it, but Gino's but... doing some things on his own, body contorting, throwing wise yes, that yes, are like yes. pretty phenomenal. That yes. not everyone can do without a doubt. But I'm saying like, Russ, take away the vaunted defense from the Super Bowl run. Russ with with similar weapons last season that Gino has right now, like, and then Russ in Denver. Dude, dude, like it's not the right offense for him. It's not he everything. Every negative thing people were saying about Russ, Russ's potential coming out of Wisconsin didn't come true until Denver. Now it's like this little man who's stuck and fucking like who can't see who's stuck uh, under center and in shotgun, but not into like the RPOs and stuff like he looks he looks in over his head. He looks in trouble. He certainly doesn't look like he's in control and command, which is what we're used to seeing. The whole narrative was let Russ cook. Basically, if you just let Russell Wilson do his thing, he will go out there and carve you to fuck. And he provably did that quite often. And now he's out there looking over his uh, head, out of his element, like I wonder fish if it's out possible. Of water. It's not I good. wonder if it's you want to talk about existentialism and stuff. I wonder if he came to the thing I was saying to you that blew your mind about Tua, where I was like. You know, the older I get, this is just a game and it doesn't matter. This guy's eaten. Like, he made all that money. He's got an amazing wife, amazing family, amazing this home. This is what I loves asked God. You, No, you're right. This like, is what I asked No, you're right. Like, I think him. it's quite possible that, like, uh, what what's there to what's there to be motivated about? My implication like, with that question, yeah, which I was going to circle back call. to it, is I do not think he is motivated to be playing football Why would you in be? any of these capacities that the other quarterbacks in the league are no. and i can't read it on his facial expression i can't read it in his body language and his voice changes in every 
avenue dude you hear i don't think i don't know who he is authentic about i don't him. know who he is it's so weird and, and i like, don't think he cares right now i think he I don't is blame him for not caring care. I, I why do you think there's a story caring. out about him doing high knees and aisles he's like i am that guy I'm he Wolverine. told that story well, himself it's doing. not like it leaked like he told oh, that story i don't know to- Russ told the media himself, oh, yeah, I was doing this while you guys were sleeping. Like, and, and it's Jesus true. Christ. Teammates corroborated, but it's like. That would be so annoying. I'd be like, fuck I'd be like, off, sit dude. the fuck down. You just lost us another game. Dude, everybody, everybody's in the replies on Twitter are doing that, like, guy from Dark Knight. It's like, enough from the clown. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jerry Judy <laughs> watching yeah. behind these in the in the aisle. Uh, fucking a dude it's like brutal i will i was so sick to my stomach after my flight to ireland just from like having to like breathe in that mask and shit like i I, i'm gonna float something by you um we just so we're gonna get to it the bears did trade uh robert quinn for a fourth round pick and we'll get to that when we get to the bears however i would not be incredibly upset if the bears made us a trade for jerry judy Ooh. Who has been floated as a potential trade candidate, who is angry about the situation in Denver right now, obviously frustrated. I really, really like Jerry Judy's skill set. I know he has some shortcomings, but he is a first-round pick, a first-round talent with incredible route running, and a guy that will get open on his own, which is what the Bears lack. And I think if you picked up an extra fourth, it wouldn't be outlandish to flip a third. And I think that you could feasibly, as a topper probably top of the league pick by the end of the year is what the bears will have they probably won't be super good i think a high third is a pretty good i think that's good uh it would be you know compensation for a guy who hasn't done too much in the league right now it'd be incredible i don't think denver is gonna do that uh, to be honest i don't think they're gonna budge a single person um you think he's like a second or you think they just don't want to trade anyone I don't think they want to trade anyone personally. Okay. I think that they're in year. They're not even have. If I'm the brass in Denver, I'm like, okay, I'm, I am devil's advocate. Like crazy. If I'm the brass in Denver, I'm like, we're not even halfway through the season. Everybody chill the fuck out. Like it's Russ Wilson. Like everything's fine. I'd still be in that mode. Me. Who's like, has no skin in the Everybody game. Everybody chill just, out. Oh my God. I'd be like, guys, don't freak out. Cause it's your job at stake. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like, but if I'm me who has no skin in the game over there and I'm just watching and kind of rooting for it to burn, I think it looks pretty me bad. Too. I think it looks pretty bad. It looks real bad. I'm just saying I've heard Judy's name floated out there mm-hmm. as a trade candidate, and I would not be upset to have him on the Bears. Oh, um, I like though Jerry I don't Judy. think we will. I drafted and I think him in like two leagues and to, we, to, to no avail. I actually think the Bears are going to be sellers, and I think we would flip a, potentially a couple more players, I think is what may happen. All right, let's push through these. Yeah, I said we're going to keep it fun size, but we have had a jumbo size full candy bar of an episode. There was news this Te- week. Texans Raiders Raiders come out on top 38 to 20. I don't have much to say about this. This was the one that Luke picked that I thought was a real head scratcher. Um, the Raiders absolutely beat the Texans to fuck and I picked the Raiders. I had a feeling I don't I don't feel good about the Raiders anymore and I just thought that Houston could do it. I was wrong. It's okay. I had some bad picks. Um, I came out two above this week, which puts me one over in aggregate now. This is fun. I was one down. It is. I like it when it's hotly contested because it makes every, especially because we're picking before the episodes now. So like, we're not really changing them. And when we see what each other pick, we there's not really room for variation. So we're just hoping. All right. 
Seahawks beat the Chargers 37 to 23. This is one that we were fairly tuned in on. Brad was upset about it. I was disgusted with it. Kenneth Walker was carving them up. And if you go back to last week, I was talking up Kenneth Walker and I said, what are you supposed to do when he hits a jump cut on a dime and accelerates like he can and he's a little bowling ball and runs through you? He's hard to stop. He's a very good running back. Herbert didn't get the win. Gino did. What do you have to say about this? I think that the the Chargers coach is going to fry, personally. I'm not, I'm not sold on Staley anymore. And we've we've been talking about I'm it for a little bit. Says, I don't Co- believe in coaches him. Coaches are on hot seats. Wouldn't believe in him. Wouldn't want to play for I'm him. I'm out on I, him. I'm, maybe he's a great guy. Like maybe he is. May, I'm not in the building. This is just from an outsider perspective, just based on it, decisions I've made. Uh, or I'm sorry, decisions that have been made in game decisions I've made. Um, decisions that have been made in games and like uh, the way that the way that he's handled, like you know, like I felt about Herbert's rib injuries and the way that uh he mishandled some some key games key, key moments last year as well i'm just not into it i think if you're um oh my god the fucking injury bug in la too it's not all on him because i mean that knee dislocation Jackson oh, is gone that was gruesome it was gruesome um i don't recommend watching it uh, but yeah, oh my lord, and and I think it's just like something that I've already kind of banged the drum on, and I, I'm gonna continue to. There's no fucking reason that this many ACLs and knee injuries and Achilles and all stuff should be happening. There's no reason, and all grass, baby, all grass, baby. Fuck it. There's no good excuse. Like there's like five different kinds of grass that are really pretty that you could put out there. Kentucky blue grass. <sighs> I'm just like sick of it, man. Like I, I don't even understand the. I mean, I think the OG argument was that turf sped the game up, and it's a fast game now. That's true, but at what cost? Like soccer looks pretty fucking fast. Like you know what I mean? Like Les Miles used to eat the grass before games. Is that right? Jesus Christ! Yeah, remember the LSU coach used to? I remember the LSU coach eat grass. I will make sure that's true. You continue. Yeah, uh, it immediately no, just, eat grass. I just think that um, it might be something. Hopefully, <laughs> the, hopefully the NFL explores. Um, fuck, man, if we're so concerned about player safety, um, it's too many injuries. Plus, fine, like fucking. If I'm the NFL, throw player safety aside. Let's put let's talk about the product on the field. Let's talk about the fact that these players equal money for me if I work for the NFL. Uh, right. And if everybody's like, if, 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 if you're fucking got all these damaged goods, that's also not good for the brand. If you want, sorry, I'm laughing about want to play the humanity popped ACLs because I certainly also agree that there should be grass because it's better for player safety and everything. But I have to read you this quote on Les miles in a 2018 interview on the Dan Levitard show. Miles states that he had started eating grass while playing baseball and football as a child, simply as a way to change the flavor in his mouth. What the fuck? That's it. I know. I'm like, okay, that's the answer you were given. I just wanted to change. It. So he, I remember he used to eat grass before every every game. I don't like it. I thought that was more common knowledge. Let's talk about the very uh, highly advertised game, the game of the week, the Chiefs 49ers. Chiefs come out on top 44 to 23. Pat tore it up. Juju Smith-Schuster tore it up. He's been on a tear the last couple weeks. McCall Hardman played as well. well. Yeah. Um, that that all said, the 49ers just couldn't keep up with them. Um, Christian McCaffrey had a couple good touches, but 
you know, they don't, like not much days. to show for I mean, it. You've been there for I like mean, two days. Like, what what do you expect? Like, I, I think but that they featured him a fair amount, is what I'm saying. They did, but it was. I think it was more of like a look at this new toy. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody realistically. I mean, except for maybe some people on the Niners thought that the Niners are going to win that day. So, and they played formidably the first the first bit, but the 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 fucking Chiefs really ran away from it. I wouldn't say that McCaffrey is like. I wouldn't I wouldn't base everything on that because I think he's going to look really good uh, moving forward, and I think that once I they have a little the time. Oh, the 23 is great. I think Shanahan is actually like, he's not a dummy. Like he knows what to do with these, these, these weapons. It's going to be beautiful. Um, I'm so, I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, but fuck, do they just go straight back to Lance at the beginning of next year? And like Garoppolo has gone. Is it like we try again? What if Lance gets hurt, hurt again and Garoppolo has gone? It's like, there. I don't know. It's a conundrum over there. I don't even know. Especially if they go deep. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. I don't think Lance is so good, and that's something I talked about. Strip club Lance, and then him like getting out for a season, like that happens so early and fast, people don't even remember it almost. Like in that- within the first two weeks of the season, oh, it was, was the crazy. week after they lost to the Bears. She was crazy. He was throwing stacks after losing to the Bears, and people were like, "Oi, vey, bruv, shouldn't be doing that." And then mm. next thing you know, he got injured, and now he's not not with the chaps anymore. No, no, he's not. All right, move us through. Steelers Dolphins prime time, Dolphins sixteen, Steelers ten. Successful you know who didn't look so good was Kenny Pickett. Yeah, he really didn't. Tua Tua looked okay. Tua looked a little off. If I'm not, if I'm being honest with you, I actually am not happy to see him out there. I think he should be not playing right now after what happened. He had good plays, but he did look a little bit off in his past. He had a ru- he had a run. He tucked and ran, and he just put his head down for a hit. He didn't slide. I was like, are you crazy? Two linebackers. Yeah, that was wild or something. I was like, come on, man. But I mean, he's fine. McDaniels still looks dumb to me. Like he did this. He did that analytics move. They were, they were up like they were up and he decided to try and go for it instead of the field goal and didn't get it. Like it was like uh, in the second quarter and it ended up like, yeah, costing yep. him like just stuff like that. I mean, like I, I don't buy that guy. I don't buy one bit of him. Um, I think that guy is going to end up being a placeholder. I really do. I don't, I don't think they stick with them. But let's talk about that's not going to be true if they keep winning games. And when two is in, apparently they win games. So I don't know what's going to happen this season. Waddle and Hill, <clears throat> top of the league, top five. I at think least if you have a better head coach, you do yards. even better. That's just my opinion, but it's hard to say. Let's talk about Bears Patriots in Gillette Stadium, primetime Monday night this week, where Mac Jones is coming back off of injury where the Bears are heavy underdogs, and where Bill Belichick is about to get the next win to put him ahead of George Hallis in the all-time wins. What actually happens in this game is the Bears come off a kind of a mini-bye week because they went from a Thursday to a Monday next week, so they get extra time off to assess, time. to rest, and to prepare a scheme on offense that people have been screaming for and saying why don't you just do what josh allen did when josh or when brian dable was there why don't you do design runs for justin fields guess what here's my thing do i want justin to be running all the time no because i want him to play for a long time i don't want him to take a lot of hits what is happening when he drops back to pass he's getting brutally massacred and fumbling the ball 
what is happening when he runs? A lot of time he's not even taking a hit. He is getting hit when he shouldn't be and not getting a flag for it, even when he's scrambling and he's past the line of scrimmage. He should still be getting late hits. I saw he somebody fuck all I when saw he's somebody in the pocket. On, I saw somebody on Twitter on the on it was like the hit of where he got front and back sandwiched. Like af- way after, after the ball was gone. It. Yeah, and somebody was like, if somebody did this to Brady and Rogers, they'd be in prison. <laughs> Dude, he looked at the referee with his hands out forever. He is taking so many hits that should be a flags in the Weekly. pocket on throws. Weekly. It's I was texting Twan ridiculous. about it. I'm like, this is fucked up, man. Like, at I what don't know point? how he's surviving like, it. He's obviously tough. I, I have questioned his toughness in the... I'm not saying he's not tough. I'm saying he sells some of his hits a little bit. I uh, it, it lingers on him. Do, but do referees have, have to do referee? Sorry, real fast. Do referees have to go back through the game after it's done and look at stuff like that? Because like that's a great question. They should not, be forced to. If not, they absolutely have to. Because it's like it can't just be a thing of like us crying foul. Who the fuck are we? Like it, it has to be a thing of like part of the job is like, guess what? We ice up and watch film now. And we have to see the big hits that quarterbacks took that we didn't see. We have to see the, like we have to watch over and over again, the bad pass interference call that we called or vice. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I wonder if that's a thing I would have, I'd have to do some research. I mean, if you have players in these high tech, really expensive facilities doing like VR, like tracking things for their hand eye coordination, you'd think that you could watch a little bit of fucking film. And I don't know, familiar. I don't know if take refs, some mental reps. Okay. I don't know how c- properly compensated refs are. I'm, I'm kind of like dumb on all this. I know it's not, maybe not necessarily a year round gig. Right. So I don't know about any of that, but I just think that it's, I've seen for, it's just crazy how subject every single rule, <laughs> uh, kind of is you know what i mean and I'm, I'm all good with human error i've said that over and over again i kind of like it it's just wild like how you can miss so many of the same call on the same player in different games like this guy I, this is a it's vikings getting fan. T- it's getting it's a vikings crazy. fan talking this guy gets eaten alive i think kirk takes a lot of shots but we've been getting them we've been getting them we'll get a flag for kirk and why is it happening and we don't have to dive into it because it can get troublesome quickly. But one of the major issues is because he is running with such authority and with size. He's not a small QB. He's not even thin. He's pretty well built. He's running very authoritatively and he's delivering some punishment to defenders sometimes. So in evading sacks all the time. If you're running the ball, you're a running back. I understand all that. I'm talking about the after the whistle bullshit. I'm talking about the low shit. I agree. I'm saying the fact that he is one of the quarterbacks that's making those down the field plays may be affecting their judgment um, of him. I think it's it's crazy glaring at this point. I like watch a lot of bears games. I'm like blown away. I've been waiting for the game where the referees do what they always do. when shit like this reaches a crisis point, which is where they start throwing flags on ghost things that aren't even happening because the narrative is so strong. So Justin starts getting freebies that has not hit yet. He yeah. has just continued to get pummeled. All right. Let's say Justin led the team in rushing with 82 yards and a touchdown. He had 179 passing with a touchdown, had one interception, which was a tip at the line. Still his fault kind of, but it not, it wasn't as glaring. He didn't like throw it into a triple coverage or something. What I really want to talk about is Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi because after the Bears go up early, Mac Jones has been playing quite poorly at this point. I have a couple cutups I sent to the group chat of people who were capturing every time he was sliding, he was kicking people. And it was egregious. 
It wasn't just the one I saw where he kicked Brisker in Brisker the dick, and in everybody dick. saw that one. But then I saw what you were talking about. There as was well. other ones where he was trying to like scissor kick a guy. I've always been out on Mac Jones, you know that, and I was happy to see him fail. And at one point, I said either out loud to Joel or to you guys, and the chat was like, "We just got Mac Jones benched at home." in foxborough like the bears just did this on national television fans, we're usually the ones that get fans positively fans positively throwing him to the wolves and chanting for zappy to come in the media Within stirring the, first the shit up drive media stirring the shit up like it's like they had a tell talk to me about like, the narrative because people are saying Dude, it was obvious people, for people with any kind of media literacy people are saying that there were people on the roster and in the locker room that didn't know that zappy was going to play at all like um, and so, but then there's that other narrative that's like, this was always the plan. And that's what Belichick said. And that it wasn't a plan benching after Matt came out for a very short period of time through a pick and never came back in. Um, Jaquan Brisker one handed that pick. It was insane. It looked like a still, a still of like a slam dunk Nike thing. It was lovely. But I mean, how fickle of a bitch is it for the crowd to already be cheering for the rookie backup? Nobody who, who was good the last few weeks, but Mac Jones took you to the playoffs as a rookie. You didn't go. To, you haven't been to the playoffs since Tom Brady. Cam Newton couldn't take you to the playoffs. Like, I, I, I just don't. I, it's some but real. It's some real that the first two drives. Admit that the first two drives of Zappy out there was like Cinderella magic. story, absolute crazy magic. magic shit, absolute magic. But then what does he do? And I was, what does he do? Dude, we tossed a couple him. picks, he threw two picks, but he never got pulled. Jones never re-entered. It was insane. But I'm saying the media before the game was like, we've heard we might get both quarterbacks. It's like, who the fuck do you hear that from? They were ready like, to go from the it, jump. And it was as like soon as there was any they were bad so plays. Mac Jones got six passes. He went three of six, 13, a couple check downs with one pick. And the thing that he was actually doing, which was surprising me, was he kept running after, you know, like hurting his fucking ankle and crying. He was trying about to show he was good or something. Walk. I don't know. He, I think it's because the way we were playing coverage and we were playing man. So he saw backs turn. So he just took off. But regardless, we beat the shit out of all of them. We thoroughly thrashed the pack, the uh, Patriots. It was not good for them. You did. You beat the Our shit out of them. Our defense played astoundingly. We had uh, three interceptions. I think we had a couple sacks. If I'm, yeah, Roquan had 12 tackles, one sack, one TFL, and one interception. Great stat line. That's really all I have to say about it. Oh, a lot and we just traded game. Robert it was, Quinn. It was riveting. It's, uh, it was an incredible game. I was very, very excited. At a certain point, it just became like, wow, this is what it feels like to be on the other end of that during a primetime game and not being embarrassed and actually right. being far ahead while the announcers are just shit-talking the other team. I mean, That's great. It, it That's was, a great feeling. It was you madness. don't get it very they had often the camera, as a Bears fan. They had the camera on Zappy like every fucking play before he came. It was weird. It's like they wanted it to happen so bad, and it's just like wild how everybody can turn on you right now. If Mac Jones isn't isn't mentally tough, this could fuck his whole career up. I'm serious. Like, by if the this way, happened to no, you're like right. Car- if this happened to Carson Wentz, I mean, it kind of did. It kind of did. Like, it, it and it fucked him up. Like, if this happened, if this happens to somebody this early in their career. After just a couple games to our, like, our, I mean, people were rooting for Cooper Rush for a second and then luckily he kind of fucked it up himself and then Dak came back. But I'm saying like, how fast, how fast can people turn on you? It's nuts. That's the league. How Luke. fast, how fast are you all about Mark Bolger instead of Kurt Warner? There's the old noodle for you. There you go. Um, 
I couldn't have been happier with Justin Fields and we got to see his personality and his body language when things are going well. And it was great. There was great energy on the sideline and the locker room after the game. The team is really, really like surrounding him. I think he's a great leader. They see that he is walking the walk and making plays when they need it. Not very many quarterbacks can do some of the things he did in that game, evading pressure and getting first downs. It, he just kept picking up first downs. It was crazy to see. Um, I do need to talk about Robert Quinn being traded. I know that there's been some narrative that a fourth round pick and us eating some of the salary is like bad compensation for him. Here's my take on it. I've actually really never been super high on Robert Quinn while he's been on the Bears. When we got him out of free agency, in an interview, he said I was between the Bears and the Falcons, and I flipped a coin, and it, and it was the Bears. So I went there. And ever since I heard that and realized he was being 100% dead serious, I realized that this guy is another one of those guys that's not incredibly motivated by certain things. I think he's more motivated by money, and I think he's been a little bit of a mercenary around the league. He's gone from team to team, sack merchanting his way to doing great shit, but he's very up and down. He'll have a boom year and then an incredible bust and then a boom. And it was when he got to the Bears, potentially had an injury they would not disclose. I've heard he had drop foot from a nerve issue, which was gout healed later. Foot. He had I'd love no, to see like, that gout foot. <laughs> he had two sacks and he had way too much playing time and he was he did shit all that year. The next year, he literally breaks our franchise record for 18 and a half in a meaningless season when we played like shit, and it was a lot of freebie sacks. So this year he comes out, just like on trend, really bad year. To trade him is smart, even though we won this game, because I think you try to recoup any value you can off what was an incredibly irresponsible contract by Ryan Pace, who is now gone. I think... Getting a fourth round pick is nothing to blink at seeing what Ryan Poles, our current GM, did with late round picks, flipping them around, accruing more, and getting legitimate players. Dominique Robinson, a converted wide receiver to D-end out of Miami of Ohio, is outplaying Robert Quinn by like a large amount this year on our D-line at D-end. And I'm not saying he's a better football player. I'm saying he costs nothing. He was a fifth round pick. Quinn is going to cost us like twenty million a year almost. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to pay a little bit. Fourth, but a fourth to the one of the best. Yeah. What do you? That is the best best you're going to get. That's the best you're going to get because of how much he costs and how much he's not doing right now. Okay. If he had ten sacks right now, you know the numbers better than me. I'll take your word for it. When I saw that, I think he's rated as one of the bottom five edge defenders in the NFL by PFF right now. Didn't he have like? like 19 sacks last year he had 18 and a half sacks but i'm telling you as someone who's watched robert quinn his whole career from north carolina to the rams to everywhere else he's been and back he is now he's on the eagles he doesn't seem like a particularly motivated guy for like getting these like super bowls and shit i think he just he, he's no nonsense he's about ball he's just gonna go try to get sacks and it seems like when he has a bad year something mysteriously clicks in a contract year and then he blows the fuck up so mm-hmm. he's not doing anything for the bears that's that's the issue he's actually holding up two young developmental guys dominique robinson and trevis gibson who are in our future who don't cost a prohibitive contract 
Yes, it affected our team in the locker room. Roquan Smith cried in an interview because he found out live while being interviewed in front of our press pool. That hurts. But I actually think a fourth-round pick is not bad. I, I was surprised. I thought we would have got less. I really do think that. Fair enough. All right, man. Let's do Khalil picks. Khalil Mack got a second. Khalil Mack's worth a second. Right. You think you think Robert Quinn deserves higher than a fourth based on comparing him with Khalil Mack getting a second? I just don't know if I thought it would be just a fourth. Like, it'd be something. Like, I don't know. Maybe it could have been cool to get another late pick or something thrown yeah, on, right? I think but that's like, me. I don't think that's he would have got at. a three. I don't think he would have got a Those second. Those come in handy when you're doing weird stuff, like with draft. I don't know. I don't know. Packaging. I mean, you need – it's just all ammo. All right, let's get to this week's picks. Couldn't have been more impressed with the Bears. It was awesome game. Good for uh, you. Fuck it was the fun. Patriots. It awesome was fucking game. awesome. I had a ball. Tomorrow night's game, Baltimore at Tampa Bay. Mm. In this one, Luke, mm. after seeing what Tampa Bay did the mm. last few weeks, all the disarray, I have Baltimore in this one. I have Baltimore as well. I I think that I think it I think it could be like I was saying. I hope it's not over for Brady. Last week, I don't know, man. I think it I think it might be it. And I'm always the guy who's like, don't count this dude out. But this is just like, I I've never, it doesn't look good. Where you know the the end isn't isn't always pretty. Maybe we're at the end. Well, Luke, after seeing all these upsets and after talking last week about uh, fantasy football rating or scoring being down at record levels, like we are seeing bad football this year and we're seeing the old guard at QB getting pummeled behind bad offensive lines, makeshift offensive lines because of a lack of mobility. And we've seen young QBs with mobile ability keeping their team in games and getting upsets. Heineke, uh, what was Walker, Justin Fields? Like, we're seeing like kind of a shift right now. Bad offensive line play is the great equalizer with these like great superstar QBs. Sure. Sorry, I'll hurry through it. No, I not at all. I just point. think no, not at all. I just think everybody's looking for that like that juice now. Like, <clears throat> if, if even if Belichick's looking for the the spark. I mean, the the Colts are are benching Matt Ryan after less than half a season for Sam Ellinger. Oh, good Ellinger. call. We didn't talk like, about well, that. It's just that like everybody's like we're at the people are feeling. Uh, there's a lot of people in positions where they feel the fucking heat and they feel some some breath on their neck and they're like, I'm gonna be out of a fucking gig if we don't start performing. There's a lot of fucking teams in that position, um, and they're looking for anything. Uh, Let's des- talk a lot about of a couple of those calls. teams. Yeah. An early game, I believe, in London, Ugh. Denver versus Jacksonville. Ugh. Are you gonna wake up for that? I say no every time, and I, there's I think I'm gonna. there's no feasible reason except for to wake up and watch the Jaguars, who I'm picking to win. Um, I also picked yeah, the Jaguars. So I would. I've I would, got the Jaguars. They've been. I yeah. had to go back through their schedule, and I'm like, wait a sec. They've yeah. been in every game. Every game has been fairly close. You think that the okay, Jaguar? Yeah. What what distraction is there in 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 Jacksonville? Nothing. Like they're just playing bad. Yeah, like where they're all good. Like no, I fucking think that. I think that this Broncos team's a dumpster fire. And Etienne had a good game last week. Other than I think he had a pretty bad fumble. All right, Carolina versus Atlanta. Even though Carolina upsets Tampa yeah. Bay, who may fall off the cliff, yeah. but don't touch it, <laughs> I am going to pick Atlanta, Same. even though they also got blown out by, by Joe Burr. I have Atlanta. Okay. Chicago at Dallas. Though we've had a miracle of a performance at Foxborough, I do not think that Justin Fields is going to survive this defense coming up. Though – 
I said the Patriots have a really good defense. Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence, another kind of animal. Um, I've got Dallas in this one, sadly. I'll be rooting with all my heart. I love watching you root against your team or pick against your it's team. Like, um, well, what do you want I, me I've to do? I've done it before. I think I've done it before on the show. Um, I absolutely have. You the want Cowboys. me to throw in the towel? No, no. You want me I to don't. just like? No, I don't. Gift you I a don't. free pick every That's week. That's what I'm saying. I don't want that. Out of uh, some sort of. I fandom? just think I know I want to. No, get I just want you to feel a bit of shame in your stomach every time you do it. Yeah, I do. And Good. You That's what that. I want. Just to make me. You just Luke loves to twist the knife. That's mm-hmm. what he loves. He's not gonna put it there. Mm-mm. You know, Allie will do that. Mm-hmm. Luke just twists it. All right. I think it's very astute. Allie, I love you. Get well. I love you so much. All right, Miami at Detroit. Miami it's at Detroit. Detroit. Regardless, they're playing really bad. I've got Miami. I have the Dolphins as well. As much as I'd love the 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 Lions to get a, a moral victory and an actual victory, um, I don't think it's going to happen. Arizona at Minnesota. At Minnesota, coming off a of bye week, cool. even though Arizona had a really really cool pick, double pick six. I'm going to also pick the Vikings. Oh man, uh, I've got the Vikings. Obviously, I'm very very excited. This is a big game. This is a, this is an important. If we can notch another win, especially against a team that, um, while maybe underperforming based on this talent, there's talent. Like, and the, I I'm I'm just fucking so stoked to see us go head to head with. Um, Luke is just tickled pink that they're doing so well dude it, we're five and one this is this is way better than i thought we'd start out i'm like i'm over the moon we're we're ugly five and one uh yeah you guys you are like say, how the giants are six and one yeah kind of i mean and they're i'm i'm over you're right tickled pink over the moon uh just an absolute georgia peach i'm just very very excited and i i can't wait to watch it i have the vikes next Las Vegas Raiders at New Orleans. Guess what? I got these Saints. I'm not picking these Raiders. I got no no love for them. These Saints. I, I, what's the odds they throw two more pick sixes? Like I think that they they probably know how to not put, high. I know that I think they put I know how to put points on the fucking board. No matter who's I've got playing quarterback. Las Vegas. Especially Fine. after they shellacked their team they played last week. All right. You can't pick against them back-to-back weeks, Luke. You picked the Texans to beat them. Fuck them. New Orleans – or no, not New Orleans. New England at the New York Jets. New England is coming off a loss to the Bears. The Jets riding high with Zach Wilson and all their talent. Though they lost a promising young running back, they picked up a serviceable replacement. In this one, at home – I have the New York Jets to stake their place against their rival. No chance Belichick loses this game. No chance. Okay. Um, I have the Yeah, the I thought that. I thought that, and then the Bears did it last week. I thought that too, but I'm just going to keep until I'm wrong wrong a bunch of times. That's fair. That's a great way to gamble. Um, Philad- so Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. I don't even think this is too much of a question, though I don't think Philly's going to win out every game. I do think they'll win this one and stay undefeated. I don't know if their schedule is that hard. Like, I think that they, they, they're going to win this. They'll lose. They will lose a game. Maybe. Probably. Someone's going to sack them. Someone's going to tip a ball. Someone's going to catch a pass. They look good. And they're going to drop a game. Rare, rare is the, rare is the day that you're like, 
have stars on both sides that are performing. Like it's usually it's usually top heavy, like usually a defense or an offense standing out. This, this fucking Eagles team, man. Oh my god, it must be blissful. And yeah, they I think just they might blow keep out the securing Steelers. the fucking. I mean, dude, yes, they're gonna kick their ass. Robert Quinn with us covering his contract this year is potentially a great pickup. Watch this spark going to an undefeated team and thinking he can win a Super Bowl now. He's going to fucking have 10 yeah, sacks I, this weekend. <laughs> I agree. I also think he's going to do great. That's not the issue. The issue is I, I know. know what kind of player he is, and I know what, that that is not what the Bears need right now. Fair. You know what I mean? Fair. We Everybody need wins. draft picks. Everybody wins. We don't need a guy who doesn't give a fuck, though he does play hard and all that. I don't think he's motivated to be in this rebuild. Anywho. Uh, Tennessee at Houston. I've got Tennessee in this one. Uh, I also have Tennessee. Houston's kind of next. Sucks. Washington Commanders at Indianapolis. Who did, did did the Indianapolis Colts have a bye last week? The Indianapolis Colts. I don't even fucking remember. Yeah, only the only news I have of, of them is them. We recapped every game. No, they lost to the Titans. <clears throat> I don't even so, remember. Oh, that's right. I was watching it for T. He was at that costume party. <laughs> yeah, it we, was we brutal. Broke it down so too. bad. Ellinger um, is starting. Wait, I think I might have skipped that one. I think. I feel like we didn't break that one down. T's gonna be so pissed. Um, T, did we skip that? Can you text us? He'll let. Wait, us know. this is live. Yeah, he'll let I'm us know kidding. late. Uh, he'll let us know. I think they're gonna lose. I think that T's Colts are gonna lose to the Washington Commanders. I also picked the Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Heineke is getting a pair. Heineke is getting a like, pair dude, of Jordans I... after every win. After every team he beats, he gets a pair of Jordans of Fuck, the team's that's colors. Awesome. And so he was wearing that like this Oregon Ducks five. Young Aiden yellow. I know. After he beat the Packers, so God only knows what he'll be rocking. Um, that's like when Travis Gibson, who I said deserves more playing time now that Robert Quinn's gone. Robert Quinn was kind of blocking him. When last year he got seven sacks, and on Twitter the the next day he always posted a, a photo of him sacking the QB on his Facebook and stuff, even when it was like a famous guy. So funny. And like wrote about it. All right, San Francisco at LA Rams. Luke, you go first on this one. <laughs> I have the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I have I'm, the LA Rams. I'm not high on the Rams, and I think that you get now that you gave Shanahan a week to figure out uh how to play with these toys oh boy uh, i think the only thing that the the rams have going for them is their pass rush and if they fuck with the uh if they fuck around with the this these offensive weapons enough it won't matter the 49ers come off a tough loss against a very good team the rams had a bye last week mm-hmm. and it's at home and mm-hmm. i'm taking the bye team who got to watch film. I think that's a very good pick. Some stuff. And that's a very smart pick. I'm not I, super I high good, on the Rams. The, I feel good about mm-hmm. the Niners. Okay, okay, okay. New York Giants at Seattle. Giants. Who you pick there then? No, I also Giants. Pick the Giants. But I, every week I want to pick the Seahawks. I have so much love for I them. I know. I was like, this could be a tough one. I could see the Seahawks God at home them. winning this game. I can't. Fuck. I tried to picture it and I can't see it. No, oh, no. Murray's really good though. Nah. Kenneth Murray might run for like 150. Again. It doesn't matter. But Saquon's also good. Okay. The last game, the prime time on Sunday night, Green Bay at Buffalo. I have Buffalo in this one. You're going on four in a row, Aaron. Dude, you yeah, done fucked up, it, Aaron. Buffalo, dude. And I hope it's bad. I hope it's Buffalo bad. Buffalo also coming off a of bye week. Um. Yes. 
<clears throat> in division, Monday night, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Do you know I've got Cincinnati how in this amazing one. the promo looked uh, when they were like, it's Halloween night, Monday night football. And it's all Fuck yeah, I forgot that's orange, Halloween. Night. It's orange on orange team. Orange and black versus orange and brown on Halloween night, prime time. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's genius. Life is a highway. Can you imagine <laughs> the transitions and intros? Oh. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like last week they did the promo for it and it, during Monday night and it looked gorgeous. I was like, oh my God. And my, and it's also Taylor's birthday, so I will likely not be watching. Uh, but I will watch the replay later on because <laughs> uh, right. he's a Halloween baby. But it's exciting. You got to love that. That's a big win for the ESPN All marketing Hallows team. Eve. A fucking in-division orange out on fucking Halloween. Beautiful. Oh, my God. The, the things dreams are made of. That is incredible. What do you? Who do you have in this? I have Cincinnati. I also do. Cincinnati's just balling, baby. All right. Let's see what we got. We got one, two, three different picks this week. That's not bad. I not like bad. it when we have at least a, a little, a couple. I don't even a feel. Handful's and I, fun. A I'll tell you. Okay. I'll tell you straight up. I don't feel very confident about two of those. Actually, three of them. The three we split on, I don't feel very confident about. Neither did I. That's those are the three I had a hard time with. So uh, you know, it could go. I don't feel way. great. You could, you could, you could really go up this week. Well, or we could likely split, and then one point goes to someone, and then we're even in the aggregate. Because ever. However, we actually went way longer than normal. The I think there was a lot to talk the history about. History of NFL Mayo. I I sensed you starting to get a little irked towards the end. Like, Not okay, irked. We gotta no, go. my wife came in, and then I felt bad. I was like, Ugh. I well, there was a certain tension that me as a best friend can pick up um, from my other best friend because I've known you for so long. We've lived together. Oh, yeah, you know, we have a lot. We are simpatico in a lot of ways. Simpatico. Uh, Luke, I want to congratulate you for everything you've accomplished. No need to feel existential. You are looking great. Thank oh, thanks. Um, I probably got more grays on the side than even you do. I don't and know. You know what? I'm doing great in life as well. You're so, crushing it, man. Even how long it... have we been doing this podcast? I kind of reflected on that. This is our, this third, is our third year. Third season. Um, So just technically, we started a little bit before the first season that we did. So it's been it a little a pandemic over three years show. now. The show is really cool. Born in the pandemic is a born out of born out of loss. You know what I mean? Therapy show. I love it. We needed to talk into the void and we decided to talk into the void with each other. You speaking know what I mean? of like, speaking of like the show being built on heavy shit. Um, obviously there's a lot of media coverage, uh, about it and stuff, but like every day, like every day it felt like there was more and more like, Kanye West anti-Semitic bullshit. And oh my god, I, th- I didn't know you no, were gonna. No, I am, and it's just that like, I, like, it, but it's just as important about other issues we were talking about at the beginning of that show, uh, beginning of the show too. Jewish people in, in this country just as much as black people, brown people, and of any of any of any, you know what I mean? Like, they don't deserve more hate and more fucking uh, adversity than has already been dealt to them. And when people in prominent roles do stuff like that. Like it, it's just it, it, the, the consequences are brutal. They have people like on the 405, like saying like Kanye West was right about Jews and shit. I saw like Aaron Donald and Jim, Aaron Donald and Jalen Brown from the Celtics left Donda sports. And apparently a B was the CEO or is the CEO of Donda sports. What? A, all these, I know Adidas all these, Kanye all well. these letters of, of people coming out being like that we're leaving Donda sports or we're lo- dropping Kanye West. And then a B Antonio Brown has a letter where it's like fucking 
like this long thing about like it just seems like you you only care about when certain people talk about certain groups of people and then and then that's that's like a cancelable thing and it's like basically being like because he's a black guy saying this about Jewish people, you're mad. I, I guess is the point. I have no idea. But but uh, Antonio Brown is the CEO of this, and it's it's all bullshit. I, I it's it, it could all end very badly. There's just so much hate in the world, man. I I probably sound like such a fucking tool. But no, you're it, 100% it's just, right. It, it, I'll it, do my two cents on it too. It's just it's just something that should be talked about, and like we can talk about it here. It's our show, so. Here's my take on this, because you are. A hundred percent right. Um, it's sad that I think he's had a lot of these issues for a long time and it's, it's either not come up or his greatness as a musician, um, overshadowed, but he's been like massively platformed lately. He has been spewing some of the most by the playbook, anti-Semitic things like the far right playbook that have been recycled and rehashed for a long time. And he's out there spewing it. And he is being tokenized as a successful black entrepreneur and performer musician. And then he is wielding that status to call out Jews in the music industry. And he is doing it in such a fucking terrifying and horrible way. And he needs to be deplatformed because this will lead to a large amount of people being exposed to this rhetoric, which can be hurtful. And we've seen what happens when people are exposed to hateful rhetoric that pits groups of people against each other. There are people driving into crowds in protests. There are people storming buildings. There are people punching Asian people in the face in the street. No, you're right. It pisses me off really bad. I've never been a huge, huge Kanye fan. Like, I'm an appreciator of his old music, but, like, dude, fuck, he's a terrible person. I mean, it's brutal. Let's wrap it up. Yep. All right, everyone. Things may have got a little off the rails, but we are a podcast that was founded on addressing the heavy things in life. It was built from the heavy things in life. So we want to speak to these issues. Um, We give our opinions. We hope you at least accept and listen to them. That said, there are so many games coming up. Super excited. We have potentially a really cool matchup tomorrow night. And the Vikings are back this week, Luke. That's right. Against the Cardinals. 10 a.m. for me on Sunday. For NFL Mayo, I've been Abe. I've been Luke. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. NFL Mayo.